Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's kickoff with Boomer and Valenti. All right, second segment. And there is no best of the best. They're, they're both best of the best. It's championship weekend. So let's get started in the early window. Numbers as we sit here and do the show. The Ravens, three and a half point favorites over the Chiefs. Over unders, 44 and a half. I, I, my takeaway, my, my theme of the game, Boomer, it's a legacy game. And what I mean is this, A, for Lamar, it is just about elevating and graduating. Now, he finally got past the divisional round, was 0-2. First half of the game, not optimal. Second half, it looked like, okay, this is the guy I've been promised. He needs this game. Now, Mahomes is already legendary, first ballot Hall of Famer. They've already got his bust made in Canton. This would just take you to another stratosphere if he is able to drag this team, this version of the Chiefs, to another Super Bowl, I quit. So, I, I mean, is it crazy to say it's a bit of a le- it's a legacy game? Yeah, I, I would say legacy spot. You want to call it that? Oh, the, oh, the, the, the Greg Giannotti yes, legacy, legacy spot. spot. Yeah, um, I'm in. You know, I, I would agree with you. I mean, Lamar is most likely going to win his second MVP. He's been great. The difference between him this year than in previous years, he's more of a leader. And we found that out at halftime when he went on a tirade in the locker room, supposedly. I saw him on the field yelling at his left tackle to get his ass out of the way when I'm coming around the corner with the ball in my hand. And you could see that he knows exactly what this all means. And he's heard all the negativity about his statistics and previous playoff runs and everything else. Here's the one thing I will tell you. Watching their game last week, that's the same Lamar that I have seen since he got into the league. The one thing that he is really aware of now is not turning the ball over. I don't think he's very happy about the way that their passing game unfolded last week, and that's why he ended up running for 100 yards. So that's the same player we have seen for the last five years. So you bring it up, and it's interesting because, look, the Ravens' ground game versus a a porous Chiefs front seven against the run. But the ground game is what? The ground game's the quarterback. It is, but when the quarterback... See, here's the thing. All right, so here's here's an interesting stat. I wanted to bring this to you. The Chiefs have allowed 26 rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks since 2019. Obviously, most in the league. Lamar tapped into the ground game last week knowing, I have to ignite the offense. But, Boomer, they can hand the football off against this Chiefs defense. They can run the football here. And with Lamar as the additive, isn't that really what this whole thing comes down to? I think Steve Spagnuolo will be all about red zone defense. Let him kick field goals. Just don't let him score touchdowns. Try to frustrate Lamar. Try to get at him early in this game. You know, 
the more frustrated he becomes, the more likely he is to, is to make a mistake. I don't care. All the pressure, as you said, is on Lamar, legacy game, yes. all of this other stuff. It's on Lamar in this game. It's at home. It's going to be in front of a boisterous crowd. And by the way, this is Patrick Mahomes on the other side. So if you want to talk about a quarterback that is going to be accepting of a challenge and wants to play the villain role, yeah. this is his opportunity to go in there and show everybody truly how great he is. And you just said it. If he's able to drag this team oh, back to the Super Bowl, it's unbelievable. It's off the charts. And I can't, you know, all I know is this. They're going to get Mark Andrews back for Baltimore. Does that, does it like upset the flow of what's going on there? Because likely, Isaiah Likely's been good. He's been great. He's been really good. And I, and I, I also will say the back end of the Chiefs defense is really good. Their, their, their cover guys are great. They're, you know, they've rebuilt this defense in the last two years. Uh, by the way, Baltimore has forced 31 turnovers in the, during the regular season. Number one in the league. The Chiefs only 17 forced turnovers, yet they're still the number two defense in the league. So it's interesting. So you bring up one thing that is – it's this idea of when you play Mahomes. Like the Ravens' strength is the havoc and the sacks and really the the exotic blitzes and – hey, we're mugging the line of scrimmage, except none of those guys are coming, but the corner who's out of your frame is. You don't get to do that against Pat Mahomes. No, you don't. It's it's actually illegal in the lower 48 to blitz him. <laughs> Boomer, you can't. Yeah, I know. Mahomes is, is – I've never seen a quarterback in my life, and I'm 43, I've never seen anything like this, Cat, where he gets better, and not just better, he gets all-time good when you blitz him. So if the Ravens can't do what they like to do – can they still generate the havoc needed? Yeah, I, I think Mike McDonald's a hell of a defensive coordinator. He fits in perfectly with the Ravens, the mystique, uh, the history, the culture there. You know, under John Harbaugh and under Ozzie Newsome, and now with Eric Acosta, the GM. I mean, the owner is one of the best owners in football. You never even hear about Steve Bashotti. Nope. And this guy, McDonald, fits right in there. This is why I think he's probably going to get one of these head jobs here that's still open. That's why we haven't heard much about him. Uh, but this is a huge game for him. If he can stop Patrick Mahomes with his defense and with his fire zones and all the different things that they do. And the one thing I will say, last week I saw in the game against Houston, like there was a guy hurt, okay? I don't forget who it was. It was a, I think it was a Houston Texan that was hurt. And they were attending to him, attending to him. It was like third and three or something. They come back. And all of a sudden, McDonald's got his team flying up the field, going after C.J. Stroud, and forced it a quick throw and a three and out. I'm like, he knows, like he has a sense of when to call a certain defense. And I would think in this game, you know, you do not want to be blitzing Patrick. No. You want to be making sure that Travis Kelsey's not killing you and Rasheed Rice has got one guy over the top because he's the speed guy. Let the other guys beat you. you got to take away the other team's best player and to me, the best player on the field, especially if it's going to be raining, as they say it is going to be, is going to be Isaiah Pacheco. So, all right, let's go to the Chiefs because this is where I lean on you with it. I think the injury to Joe Tooney really hurts. Yep. Ravens, it's about 1,000 pounds of human beings with their two D tackles. I think that's a distinct problem for the Chiefs who do want to hand it off. They do want to be physical. How do the Chiefs generate offense here? It's going to be Isaiah Pacheco. That's where it starts. And then it will be up to Andy Reid to devise all the different looks that he gives you. Uh, You want to try to confuse this defense. Nobody does that better than Andy Reid, Mike McDaniels, uh, Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur. They all run the same type of offense. And I just, 
I just think that Andy will always have something special to try to confuse an opposing defense. You know, I Kyle Hamilton's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He's an all-pro player. Two years from now, he'll be the best safety in football, bar none. That's how good he is. Yeah. I don't know if he's ready yet to start duping a guy like Patrick Mahomes in right. this game. He's not ready to go Ed Reed. No, we're not quite right. there no, we're yet. not there yet. Um, just one note for Chiefs fans, something interesting, maybe hope. I don't know. Lamar, 31-11 and 11 at home straight up. He's a dominator. When they face teams with an elite defense like the Chiefs, who average about 17 points a game, yeah. career at home, 6-6. Six and six. Okay, so here's the Just something thing. fun. Uh, he'll give you another something fun. Okay, Don so, Finucci, stat of the right, day. So Patrick Mahomes has played 50 road games. He's 39 and 11 in those games. All right, good talk. Um, okay. <laughs> let's go. Oh, by the way, who are you taking? I am going to take the Chiefs with the points. I knew it. I think the Ravens are going to win, but I think I'm taking the Chiefs with the points, much like I did with the Rams versus yes. the Lions. Uh, we were agreed on that one. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to go Ravens and under. By the way, I like under 44 and a half here. I think this is a lower-scoring, head-cracking game. I just don't see either of these offenses flying. So I'll go Ravens and under. I'm going to say Ravens. I'm going to say Chiefs and over. Wow. Okay, we are total opposites. That's all right. This way it should be. I like it. Niners. You're just disgusted that I got to wear the pinstripe and you didn't. Well, I'm not on TV. What do you want from me? <laughs> Give me an invite, and I'll show up and I'll dazzle. Okay. Niners laying seven. Hosting the Detroit Football Lions, your total, if you're interested, is 51 and a half. I start with the Niners. It all begins and ends. The value of Debo Samuel. I bet you he plays. You know, he was going through some of the practices this week. I think he's going to play. And I think that in Kyle Shanahan's mind, if he's on the field, he's a distraction. He is. He's somebody that you have to pay attention to. Even though you don't have to give him the ball early in the game, you may even say to him in the game, hey, look. We're not going to get you really involved until the fourth quarter, but we want you out there just so they have to see you and they have to react to you. It's what I've explained to my listeners in Detroit all week is, okay, if you're going to do the well, San Francisco look beatable. I go, guys, losing Debo nine plays in, when you're in stall, everything is centered around, okay, identify where Debo is. Do we have jet motion, circle motion? Mm -hmm. Is he in the backfield? Where is he? When you take that away, and you heard Shanahan talk about it, he goes, guys, when my offense is on the wristband, I may as well wipe it clean because nine plays in, I've lost the linchpin to the offense. The only way it gets worse is if you lose your quarterback. So I don't want to read too much into it. Do you know what Debo's value is on a play-in, play-out basis, yards per play? I would say somewhere about uh, the difference between when he's on the field from uh-huh. when he's not on the field. I would say about four and a half yards. It's two. It's two yards of play. Two yards of play, which so is the, a massive. So it's like number. six, six or four, six. Right, but yeah. but you do believe he plays. Oh yeah, I I think I think I think he'll be out there. I wouldn't be surprised if he takes a shot to numb it. But I also would think that maybe Kyle Shanahan will use him as a decoy. Pace certain, him. Yeah, don't throw him out there and say, hey, let's see if you can take a hit on the first shot in the game. Right. You know what I mean? So, Purdy, you're a big Purdy guy. Yep. Um, and, and, again, admittedly, I think Purdy and Goff are way closer to each other than both sides want to admit. It's a little bit of the Spider-Man meme. They're good quarterbacks, but they are highly insulated with elite coordinators. I don't think any of that's slander. And players around them. That's what I mean by insulated. Like, you have so much Solid offensive lines, good, really good wide receivers, tremendous running game. So do you believe Purdy looked the way he looked because Debo wasn't? I I think he was was trouble with the weather. I, I think he was a little bit nervous early on in that game. But when the game mattered and the game 
mattered, obviously, in the fourth quarter. It was late in the game. You can't even imagine, you know, the intensity, the anxiety that comes along with that. And I thought he played his best football late in that game. And I, I also say the touchdown pass that he threw to George Kittle was beautiful. Like, he didn't panic running out of the, uh, running out of the pocket, just right. kind of floated to his right a little bit and just threw an absolute dime to George Kittle. So that's the kid that, you know, was the MVP uh, for most of the year until Lamar and the, the Ravens went out there and knocked them around. So here's your issue. Is the, is the Niners front seven going to show up this week? Because I will tell you, if you had trouble stopping Green Bay on the ground, wait till you see when the Lions load the wagon and show up to town. Yeah, you know um, who I didn't like, and I don't like what I what I'm seeing. Is, what is the defense coordinator Steve Wilkes for the 49ers? This this team just doesn't look like it has the energy no. that it had under D'Amico Ryan's, that it had under Rob Sala. Like th- those guys were flying around, and when you have you know Drake Greenlaw had two interceptions last week, good for him. Yeah, but those guys, like I thought that they would be able to stop. The run against Green Bay. They and can't I was, set an edge, boom. but I was shocked that both Nick Bosa and Chase Young were like clueless when their wide receiver was blocking down on them. I'm like, how do you not know that the guy's standing there? And the Lions run concepts where they're going to run head games. And I know one that got a lot of the the pub this week was the fake kick out. And all of a sudden, Sewell is flying across the formation. There's no one there because the DN was duped inside. Look, this is this is the Lions' pathway to victory. I asked my buddy Frank Reich, who runs the best offense in the NFL right now when it comes to calling plays and concepts. Without hesitation, he told me Ben Johnson yeah. in Detroit. The head coach of the Commanders. Yes, I believe that. 100%. You and I have been on the same page for weeks. Yeah. So he's he's elite. He's fabulous. And and you know, he's got great players that helps. So, so me, I so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions and the points. Now, do we have them at seven and a half or seven? It it depends where you're going uh, based on. What do you mean where I'm going? I'm going to Baltimore. No, 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 It depends where you shop and where you play. Most books, it's still seven uh, as we I sit here now. I only play a FanDuel. It's seven. All right, so I'll, I'll take Detroit in the seven. Okay, let me ask you this question before I over. give the pick. I, the over, I'm in. Mark me down for the over. Okay. Here's my question. All right, Jonah Jackson's not going to play for the Lions. Jonah Jackson allowed zero pressures last week. After he got hurt, his replacement, whatever his name is, Pete Ashoka, or I don't, I don't know who the hell the guy is, seven pressures and 18 snaps. Now, obviously, Ragnow, who's all, he's a warrior. Bad leg. Ragnow will help there. This is just going to come down to, can the Niners front four produce pressure that they couldn't produce last week? Because if they don't pressure Goff, and we know you can run the ball on the Niners. Boomer, you got to help me understand here how the Lions don't put up points. I think they will. Okay. But that's why I'm taking the Lions and the points. But I think San Francisco wins the game. Number looks too big. I'm terrified. I have no handle on this game. I think the Lions could I win it or get blown out. I am. It's, I'm too close to it. Give me the Niners in the seventh. Leave me alone. I don't, listen, Boomer, I think the Niners either win something like 34-17 or they lose the game outright. There you go. That's how you feel about this? That's how I feel about this. The Lions are either going to go to town and steal the groceries or get their doors blown off. There you go. <laughs> Tell them about Casamigos. I'm distressed. All right, here we go, guys. So what goes great with football? We all know it's Casamigos tequila. Hey, Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and love it, by the way. Make sure you have plenty on hand for the conference championship games this weekend, whether it be on Yeho, Blanco, Reposado, 
Cristalino or Mezcal. It's Casamigos Tequila. It is so, so smooth. And we want to remind all of our friends out there to please celebrate responsibly.